0: Are you not entertained? Thoughts by the D.I. The podcast. Are you ready to get into the mind of DeVille D.I.? Yeah. Are you ready to dive into the thoughts of DeVille D.I.? Yeah. Let's do this without further ado. Yo, what's going on, everybody? you tuned in to your favorite podcast thoughts by the Ville. di i'm your host the di and today i'm bringing you another episode of growing up the Ville, gladiator school yeah man <clears throat> so if you know you aren't unfamiliar growing up the Ville di is basically me telling you different stories from me growing up so to, to kind of give people a better understanding of the way i see things and my points of view because until you actually been through something you know and you and and, well no I'm not gonna say like that when you go through something it alters your perspective it alters your point of view and what I realized uh mingling with people on different levels that there's a lot of people who Well first everybody's experience is different And there's a lot of people that haven't experienced Or been through the type of things That I've been through in my life So it became more understandable to me Why we see things different So this is kind of like my effort To bridge the gap between people Just by letting them know Hey life is different for everyone So either way Story time Let's go down this rabbit hole Let me set the scene So as I was telling y'all i'm in high school now right me and my best friend bobby we love to kick it at lunch man look at the girls crack jokes on everybody you know it was awesome and uh so one day we uh we're sitting out there and we're kicking it minding our own business lunch ends now this is probably this story right here is probably one of the dumbest things i've ever done in school so we're kicking it man and then Just a normal day. Bell rings. It's time to go to our next period, to our next period class. So, we're walking back in the building. And as we approached the double doors, they had these big double doors. Because at our lunch, you, you know, once you, lunch started, you with the wind and got your tray. You you could get, like, pizza cookies or juice whatever and eat. Or you could just go straight outside and hang out outside. That was always option. Now, my boy Bobby, he liked to eat, so he would always go get a tray. He normally would get a tray, and I didn't like eating school lunch, so I'd get, like, the cookies or the pizza, honey buns or whatever, and go outside and kick it. And so he would eat it, and then he'd come outside. So this day, we we've been kicking it. Um, we're headed back to class. We're walking in the building. And as we going in the building, I feel an arm come around my neck, right? And... We're walking through, we're walking in, I'm walking in and behind my homeboy. And when I get to the door, this guy like grabs me in the headlock and pulls me back outside like on some Oz, you know, on some chain gang type shit. It was, it was weird as hell. So I can see my partner in front of me and he's getting further and further away. And I'm kind of like reaching for him, but I can't say nothing cause I'm in a headlock. And then I look over to the side and the, the principal's right there. He's paying zero attention to what's going on. So, I get yoked up and pulled outside. Door shuts. I'm like, it's over with me. These guys finna pack me out out here. Pause. So, get outside. And it's this guy that I know. And one of his friends. Now, me and this guy, we weren't necessarily friends. But we knew each other. He wasn't from my neighborhood. But he used to be in my neighborhood. He had somebody, some family that was over there. So, occasionally he'd be around i never really cared for the dude but you know we'd always bump into each other in the neighborhood it's him and his home and they talking real reckless i'm all kind of f boys i n i'm they're using every word in the spectrum to talk to me and talk about what they're going to do to me so now my fight the flight is kicking in the hairs on the back of my neck is standing up i'm feeling real jittery and jumpy but i have made it up in my mind like hey if it's going down let's get it over with and then all of a sudden boom door pops open it's the principal and the principal says hey y'all quit goofing around and get to class so i take off now as i said i was ready to go i was ready to get it on pause but given the option to get away you know they say the best war is the one, the, the uh, yeah, the what is it? The best war is the one that you didn't have to fight or something like that in the Book of War, Sun Tzu. So, given an opportunity to flee, I was about to there. I go in there and I'm, I'm hauling ass through the lunchroom. I go find my boy, Bobby, 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 Bobby. So, Bobby, he's like, man, I was trying to figure out where you went. I said, bro, your boy and him just tried to jump me. And he was like, man, quit playing. I said, no, nah, man, they tried to jump me. When we walked in, walking in the building, he grabbed me in the headlock and pulled me back out the door. He was like, damn, for real? I, I was wondering where you went. Now, around this time, uh his sister, her best friend, and like a couple more people had walked up because we were, like I said, we was kind of clicked up. You know, everybody in high school has their little cliques, their little groups that they hang around with. So, it, by now, people are walking up to us and he's like yeah they just tried to jump me." and somebody has the bright idea here it goes here it goes here's where everything gets weird somebody has the bright idea and they say hey i know uh where he where his next period is i know where his class is so we on some let's go get him then <laughs> yeah that's right let's go get him then so it's what one two three four it's probably like five six of us and we haul ass straight down there boom bum rush this classroom now the way the school the uh the rooms were set up in the school i went to it was a our school was like an octagon right and there weren't a lot of classrooms that actually had doors and walls it was just like partitions separating the classroom so they'd be like a, a a real wall with a door you open that door there's a classroom there's partitions then there's a classroom on the other side of that yeah it was a very harsh Mm -hmm. learning environment because you could be sitting in biology class and hear a math class or economics class next door so if you got one unruly class like everybody in the area could hear it so boom we bust in there deep and we get to talking real spicy oh yeah it is so dude see us and he like it was like he's ready to shit his pants his eyes get real big. He's like, you know, he's sitting in the chair and he turns, he turns sideways and he's spread it out like he's, it's like he's looking for a way out, like he's, run, like he wants to run but he has nowhere to run to. And these girls that was with us, one of them stood up in one in a chair that was in the classroom and she's pointing, she's got the finger pointing, the neck is snapping. We talking real reckless up in here. And then, uh, like one or two of us took off. Real quick, like, soon as things got hot, they was like, bam, it was sound like a good idea till we got here, we're out, and the rest of us dummies, we're in this classroom talking real reckless, and she's like, I'm gonna call whoever, it was always, it was some, I can't remember, but it was some teach, some coach that, uh some coach that taught history, and everybody would, that was everybody's answer to the problem, when something went wrong, they're gonna call him, like, he was intimidating, like, he was just gonna, people were like people were afraid of him but nobody was really afraid of this dude but he put on a good act i guess for the teachers so at this time we decided it's time to abort mission so we up out of there we run everybody goes to their perspective did i use that right probably not everybody goes to their next period me and bobby we just so happen to be in class together the next period so we're in class uh it was a math class i remember it was a math class me bobby and my other partner edub are oh, you gonna hear about edub in another story me and my partner edub we was all in this class together and we're sitting there and you know teachers teaching whatever we're minding our business and then <sighs> we started to realize the jig was up or at least we got a little nervous because. Over the intercom, I hear them call my homeboy sister and her best friend to the office. Now, this made me nervous, but it didn't make my homeboy nervous at all because he knows them better than I do. And they were kind of geeky, and they did a lot of things with the staff. And, you know, they were, I think they were like juniors. They were juniors, and we were freshmen seeing them. my Boy, he was left back a couple times because this was his twin sister. But he had been left back a couple of times. So she was a junior, he was a freshman. And they did a lot of things in the office. So to him, it was like, you know, they probably up there for some of that nerd shit. You know, and I doubt that we're that it's, they're in any type of trouble because they don't get in trouble. Like he just already forgot the fact that we just bum rushed. We just blitzkrieg this freaking, uh, uh, I think it was like an economics class or something that we ran in. So, but that calmed me down too, man. And I was like, all right. We good, but let's take a break right quick, and then we'll get back into this story. So, we're in class, and next thing you know, probably 20, 30 minutes go by. They call Bobby. They call Bobby to the office. Now, people start catching on because they're recognizing the names of the people that are um that are in our clique, quote-unquote, <laughs> being called over intercom back to back to back. See, what had happened was, the teacher whose classroom we went in knew uh, my friend's sister and her best friend because she had taken their class before. And as I said, they were great students. (laughs) They were like honor students and stuff. So they knew them. They recognized them, you know, and so they, reported to the principal that we had just bum rushed we just blitzkrieg their their classroom so they called them down first because number one they're good students and number two they were the ladies so and the other two people got out of there so quick that nobody even knew they were there so they had called them down first and foremost and you know threatened them with suspensions and things like that expulsions and so of course they ratted us out they told everything so of course at this point i'm sitting there waiting on my fate and then boom i hear my name over the intercom to the office i get up and i'm walking and i'm running it through my head you know what's gonna happen i'm like well they can't really do much to me because i didn't do anything like we uh uh we did some talking and i wasn't even the, the one who was doing most of the talking my friends were the one who was really kicking all the up all the dust I was about that action. I was there to get a scuffle on, but I couldn't get to the guy. So, I wasn't really talking. And, um, you know, so I'm thinking, okay, they can't really do much to us because we didn't touch anybody. You know, nobody got beat up. There was no violence involved. There was just a lot of wolf tickets being sold. So, really, we get down there. I get down there. Principal sits me down. Now, you know you're in real trouble when the principal sits down with you you usually get a vice principal but i have the principal i'm sitting across from him and he's like look no when i get there they had me sitting in the uh they had me sitting in the office like in the hallway in front of the principal's door so then um <clears throat> while i'm sitting there oh boy sister comes out boom and she looks at me and she walks off real fast. She doesn't say anything to me. She just walks off real fast. Then he comes out. Bobby comes out. So they had pulled him in with his sister At one by the time he got there. And he's like, man, she done told everything. Don't even lie. Don't lie to him. And he walks off because he has to go. Because when he comes out, the principal comes out almost directly behind him. He's like, he, he, she told him everything. Don't lie. And walks off. Now, that was a good look because I could have went in there talking some bullshit and really got myself jammed up because the guy knows the whole story already so i go in i sit down and he's like so tell me uh what's going on um you having they tell me you're having a problem with a student somebody attacked you or somebody tried to attack you pulled you out the lunchroom so i tell him i said yo um, when we were headed to class you know with me and bobby was headed to class and Bobby opens the door, he walks through. I'm walking in behind him, and I say, you know, this guy, this kid grabbed me from behind and pulled me back out the door. And I was like, You were standing right there. He was like, Well, I I I don't I don't remember standing right there and see this pissed me off because he was literally standing next to the door that I got pulled out. And I was like, Yeah, you were standing right there because you came outside and told us to go to class, remember? He's trying to act like he don't remember. Then he's like, Oh, Okay, okay, yeah, I do recall, I do recall saying something to some young men, but I didn't, I didn't recognize you, and um, so, he's like, um, you can't, um, what do he say, what, when something like this happens, you should tell us, you, you can't just be handling this yourself, you and your little gang, and I was like, but you were right there. You, the one came outside and you seen all of us there. And, you know, you didn't even investigate or anything. You just told us to get up out of there. And because, like I said, I was pissed at this point because he pretty much denied having any knowledge that we were out, that I was outside with these two guys. So I was kind of pissed. And he was like, Look, boy. And then I sat up in my seat and he caught himself. He was like, Now, when I say boy. I don't mean that in no racial way. I'm calling you a boy because you are a boy. You're a minor. You're a young man. You're a boy. That's why I'm calling you a boy. And I was like, yeah, whatever. He didn't like that. So he was like, what? I can't, you can't be coming up here bringing that street stuff up in here. And I was like, this what? see, at this time I'm young. I didn't understand what he meant by street stuff. And I was like, this ain't no street stuff. This didn't happen in the street. This happened here. This happened here. All this started here, and y'all, y'all didn't do nothing about it. Look, are you telling me that you can't be controlled? Because if you can't be controlled, he waited after he said that. You trying? You trying to say you think you can't be controlled? And I was like, no, no. I was, no. I answered. I didn't say no. I said yes. It's like so you don't think you can be controlled I said no I said yes Yes, I can be controlled I am I was like if I couldn't be controlled I wouldn't be sitting here You know having a conversation With you like this right now I'd be in here acting a fool He didn't like that either Because if you can't think If you think you can't be controlled I can send you somewhere where you can be controlled See this guy he used to like To send people to boot camp And I knew that so I, I didn't fall for the you can't be controlled i was like yeah i understand so he's just talking at me talking at me talking to me and at this point deville di young deville was smart enough to shut up so i just shut up and started listening and i just sat there like i was paying attention i ain't really say much else so he got tired of that real quick and he was like all right well what we're gonna do i'm gonna put you in uh in school suspension ISS." So this will be my fir- my second stint in ISS, my first stint in ISS in high school. I'm going to send you to ISS, I say, for how long? Indefinitely. <laughs> what the fuck? Now, I wasn't the smartest guy in the class, but I knew indefinitely mean that there was no guarantee that you were getting out at any time. So, yeah, I get sent to ISS indefinitely. So when I leave out later on that day, when I meet up with my friends again, they asked me what happened. And they got threatened. The girls got threatened with suspension. So they both took ISS. And uh, my boy Bobby, he skipped the whole. He didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't going for the ISS. He took like a two day suspension. And I ended up in ISS again. And it was crazy because when I went to ISS, for some reason, ISS in detention, and these people, these coaches, they have a, they're set on getting you some pushups. So since I knew I was a ISS lifer, <laughs> I had the long ride. I was like, you, you know, you're supposed to get there before class starts, you know, before homeroom and sit in there, you know, before everybody goes to class, you're already supposed to be in there. So I would go late when everybody was going to the homeroom that's when i go to ISS and I had to do like 20 push-ups so I'm like I'm gonna get buff (laughs) so I'm gonna be here for a while and I'm not going there early so I get there late and I go and I do my push-ups now it was weird watching my homeboy sister and her best friend do their little two three days and leave and I'm just sitting there and I'm doing my work and You know you got it's like prison you go to the bathroom when they take you we all had to line up to go to the bathroom you go in the bathroom you got like 60 seconds that you're supposed to use the bathroom get out of the bathroom now kids are in there trying to smoke they're trying to talk to people they're trying to uh, get people's attention in the hallway because this is the only time we get let out so i'm just adjusting to being locked up in school i end up doing like 11 days in there one day the the principal came down and he said he need i need some of these i need some of these strong boys he liked to use that word boy i need some of these strong boys that'll see there volunteer to come help me do something so i wanted to get out of that room so i jumped up i was like i'd do it i didn't care what it was but we we go and he had us moving some desks from one classroom to another classroom a desk and some chairs and he he uh you know was walking beside me he was talking to me and i was talking to him and little did i know what he was doing was he was he was playing a role he was playing the game with me he was trying to see he was attempting to see where my head was at how i really thought because i wasn't like a trouble kid and you know he just sent me to the he knew i was he understood i had a certain level of understanding and intelligence from the conversation we had he came to check me and see where my head was at while I was in ISS because I realized that later on as an adult. Because after I helped him and we, t- he talked to me. He talked to me like the whole time, and then you know was giving me advice and encouragement and stuff like that. And then like the next day, then yeah, like the next day he, I got out of ISS and went back to my regular class. I showed up to ISS and they was like, "Why are you here? You you go to your regular class today." It's like, cool. So, yeah, that was probably the dumbest thing I ever did. I didn't realize all the type of stuff, you know, from, like, inciting riot or being a, a, um invoking gang activity because, you know, any time where there's, you know, a certain number of people gathered, they can consider that a gang if they want to. And I could have got myself in all type of trouble behind that, man. So if there's any younger people listening there, don't be a jackass. <laughs> That's all for today, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to DeVille D.I. Thoughts about the the, the, the remix, bitches. DeVille D.I. Growing up DeVille D.I. Gladiator School.